Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. It's Tuesday the 19th of May, 2015. I'm Stuart Farrell having a terrible hair day, not just a bad one. Hello, Laura Clark. <laughs> Hello, Stuart Farrell. How are you? Well, it's bad. You know, the, the like hair. hair, you know what they say, hair maketh the man. Do they? I'm sure that's a saying. <laughs> Maybe there's a Bornhofer thing. But now you leave the house, you know that, well, what's the one thing on your hair that's, you know, important? Um, yeah, probably your hair. I yeah. mean, I'm just guessing. Because it has a function. That's going with this. Right? <laughs> yeah. It keeps you warm. Yeah. What do the rest of the things do? Nothing. Yeah. But uh, hair keeps you warm, but you need it to be sculpted. And it just, it, I'm at the end. I would say yours is not sculpted today. Unless no. it's sculpted by perhaps an uh, impressionist yeah. or an abstract <laughs> artist of some uh, kind. I'll get it fixed tomorrow. Don't worry. It doesn't <laughs> I, go on forever. I went uh, yesterday to my mum's house. Oh. And she said... Lorraine, your fringe is too long. Do you want me to cut it? Oh, she cut your fringe. And I said, and I've, this is, I, I, I wasn't at all sure about this. I've noticed she's left a long bit. Yeah, and I, uh, <laughs> and she cut it. <laughs> so at what age do, does your mother stop saying to you, you've got to get your fringe cut, sit down, I'll do it for you? Apparently, it's older than my age. Oh. Well, my mum used to say, you're getting fat. Oh, nice. Yeah. You you're know, fat. There's a certain – well, oh. if your mother can't say these things to you, who can is the famous saying. Fat. <laughs> I, uh, Nobody should say that to you. You should um, only say it about yourself. Well, I, th- I think I told you. I once went out with a boy fat. whose mother, hmm. um, when she first met me, yeah. laughed at me and said, you're so fat. <laughs> That's the first thing she said to me. Uh, and did I, I, said, I say that to you as well? What? Wasn't that our first thing when we met? You no. don't even remember meeting me. Stop pretending you remember it. I'm trying. By the way, everybody, I'm not fat. And at that stage, I was definitely not fat. You've never been fat. Not that there's anything Fatty? wrong with being fat, but it's mm. just like a really interesting, like, you know, what, people just think they can comment on. And she, you know, my my boyfriend at the time carefully explained that it was a cultural thing and blah, blah, blah. And they were, that was just how it... Uh-huh, cultural. Uh-huh. <laughs> can we start blaming cultural things on all faux pas? No. Why? Um, but uh, what was I going to ask you? Yeah, what do you mean when you met me and called me fat? No, I didn't. No, I didn't think you did. I thought you were so just... So you don't remember. That was the test. You didn't remember oh, yeah, the you... meeting. See? Do you actually remember the first time we met? No, I don't. I remember the first email I ever got from you. Uh-oh. Yeah, I remember... Really? Well, because we hadn't well met... constructed? You we would had... have dissected us. No, we hadn't met yet. Mm-hmm. And we were in an email chain... Um, and uh, everyone was writing back these considered thoughtful <laughs> responses. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going. And then in came a bit of a one-line. Uh-oh. Um, and I, 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 I don't know what it was, but oh. I remember thinking, mm, not sure about this guy. <laughs> not at all sure. You know, I, all right, that's, that's interesting because um, <clears throat> I am the king mm, you are of the king. bad it's first true. impressions. <laughs> are you? Yeah. So many people, so many people have said, "Oh, you know what?" That doesn't like when they've got me. when they've settled into a bit of the <laughs> yeah, feral yeah, yeah. and they feel comfortable. <laughs> that so many people have been um, uh, nice enough to let me know that they initially like they had him. very large reservations. <laughs> Mine were very large. I do just remember thinking, getting that so. email and going, "Whoops, I'm I'm not sure about this." Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I didn't worry. I just remember thinking. I remember noticing it, 
But that's it. Then I don't... But you know how we said about the hair, like hair maker for the man. Yeah. Well, it, I suppose what we just said then dispels another, uh, mm. tr- not truism, saying, Yeah. Uh, which is first impressions last. Because they yeah. don't always. No, no. You can beat a first impression over oh, the head. Oh, I've beat first impressions many times. Have you watched – well, what would your normal first impression be of – or what do people make um, of you? I don't know. Sometimes uh, – I used to get – Aloof? Oh, aloof. Is mm. that what you think? Judgmental. <laughs> no, no. That's you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. But I do remember – Snobby? Having – Somebody, Spit it out. Uh, no, I remember at uni I used to get things a bit that were, people would say that they thought one thing and then that turned out to be another. Were you catty at uni? Never. Oh. Intimidating used to be a word people would say. I thought, you'd, you, I thought you were intimidating when, you, when I first met you. I didn't realise you were actually an idiot. <laughs> ah, so you're very stern. No, I didn't realise. Well, I suppose because they'd meet me in class and we'd be talking about something in mm. sort of a serious context and then later they'd see me like being a dork or, you know, like deliberately being silly or whatever and they'd go, oh, she's actually... A dork. Like, yeah, a dork. <laughs> so. I'm not sure if I... <laughs> you really won on that one. Well, I thought <laughs> you were really stern, but really you're just a dork. It wasn't stern. It mm. was, yeah, I don't know what it was. Anyway. Well, that's an interesting Hi. start to the show. Hey, everybody, bit of uh, reflection. How's your uh, – you've been getting inundated with people um, telling you that they're the bureau chiefs. We have the bureau chiefs coming out of the uh, yeah. our ears. We definitely don't have enough paraphernalia we to do. provide for people, we do. do you think? People are contacting us from far and away. And and, uh, and we should let people know that uh, the reason is that if you uh, – first of all, we're doing a bureau chief – what do you call it? Badge. No, oh. <laughs> a bureau chief recce, like where we're trying to figure out, we're trying to, you're yeah. going to keep good so the, records. What we need you to do is if you are a bureau chief or you're a prospective bureau chief, we and need you to email us, yeah. big and stupid at stupidlybig.com, and just put uh, BC in the subject line and just let us know where you're going to be because we're making a list and a map. Yes. And then we're, and, and if you give us a self, a stamp self-addressed envelope, we will send you a Bureau Chief badge. Yeah. For those of you who were listening to the show for the first time, welcome. <laughs> um, you can become a Bureau Chief of your area or indeed of a subject matter or even a concept if you wish. Well, in fact, we got one this morning, came mm. through on the wires. We've got a Bureau Chief now mm. of a non-existent country. No, not non-existent. Well, non-recognised. Sorry, I, that's a very good definition. So, welcome to uh, the crew down in Swaziland. Not Swaziland, that's definitely <laughs> recognised. <laughs> what did I say it was? Isn't it Somaliland? Somaliland, whatever it is. <laughs> it's it's hor- in the Horn of Africa. The Horn of Africa and, it's, and, and I don't know anything about it. So, But, no, I but we do. are going to be finding out a lot more. We are. This so, is... such exotic places of Somaliland, Canberra, Essex in the UK. Yep. Now, there was some Western Australian action that we haven't heard from either. But anyway, mm. been a very self-referential start to this podcast, Lauren Clark. It has. Um, how's the great wide world then, Stu Farrell? Non-existent to me. That's probably <laughs> why we're referring to ourselves. I have been stuck <laughs> in the basement. Yes. Mm. I, um, I yesterday went uh, – well, first of all, I got my hair cut by my mother – Oh, by the way, do you know Sounds what? Sounds like it's going well. Then. I know, doesn't it? Um, do you know what she did? She used scissors? Stuck... Or, well, actually, by the look of it, used a bread knife. <laughs> she stuck um, masking tape oh. along the bottom of my fridge. 
and then she cut along the masking tape. I don't think that's scientifically proven it's to be. Really, I don't think they're doing well, that you, down at Oxhay and Bushhay. As you can, as you can see, it's not scientifically. Is that how you say that? I, I assume so. Oxhay and Bushhay. <laughs> well, it's hay, right? It's not oxy and bushy. I kind of read it as oxy and bushy. How does a hairdresser become a popular hairdresser? Like I know how a man's hairdresser. Mm. Or a man dresser or whatever they're called, mm. um, become a barber. <laughs> yeah. Man dresser. Um, I know if a barber gets a good or bad reputation because yeah. you can go in there and get a consistently good haircut. For five bucks. <laughs> For five bucks. Well, you know where I grew up, right? Yeah. The There was one – you either went down to the shops on the other side of town or you went to the one that we all went to because it was a bit closer. Yeah. And it was Vic's. Vic's oh, yeah. hairdressing salon. Yeah. Um, at the back of Toy World. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, and it was actually in between, squashed between. It was a beautiful location, squashed between a fish and chip shop, <laughs> Toy World, and across the road from a bottle shop. So, two good things for a kid, but the bottle shop didn't have any interest. No, back then. Yeah. Now it's funny how your priorities change because now I'd go bottle shop, fish and chip shop, Toy World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, good to hear. <laughs> but Vic, Vic was known as being a bit of a, uh, you know, not rough around the edges, but he, I don't think he gave too much of a hoot. Mm. And uh, it was known colloquially around the neighbourhood as Vic the Vandal. Oh. And uh, so we'd all be going down to Vic the Vandal to get our hair done. So it's, it's very easy to have your hair done poorly. Or, you know, he didn't do it poorly. I think it just it just sounded good, Vic the Vandal. Plus yeah. people had come out with some wonky hairstyles. Yeah. Now, women's hair or hairdressers, because yeah. men go to hairdressers as well, I'm assuming. Yes. Um. I figured they'd be all the same. Yeah. You've all got the fancy equipment and the technological stuff and laser beam things that yeah. ensure that everything's cut, or the masking tape, depending. Yeah. <laughs> so how does something like ox hay and bush hay yeah. become so big know. or You're Tony really and Guy or um, Eduardo Silvestro? Because of the, the stuff they sell. You know, and because of because of advertising. I mean, really. So people buy into that, even with hairdressers. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, what was yeah. that guy's name? Not Eduardo Silvato. What, the, the big guy that did the, the, the hairdresser to the stars for all those years. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Tony um, Bartuccio. No, he no, was, he was dancing the dancing guy. dude. No, I don't know. You know, Tony, was Tony Edward Schmerman. Tony. Oh, no? no t- Edward Schmerman. You're just making up names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it had a name that stuck out of it. Tony Bianco with shoes, wasn't he or she? Tony Bianco, yeah. Is that what dresses. you're saying? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can we – let's – Let's not talk about fashion. I you don't know, know how many times we've got We're this. never going to have the stupid of things, uh, fashion expose, are we? Well, you know what? If we did, we'd just have to invite Mel Campbell to come in and explain things to well, us. Well, I'm sitting here in a flannelette shirt and you've had your hair cut by masking tape. <laughs> stupid. Now, Loz. Yeah. Hopefully ours doesn't come for a very long time, but you never know what history or what future brings. All right. We know what history brings. History <laughs> Or future. You'll never know what history's going to serve it's up. It's dichotomy uh, man again. <laughs> yeah, that must be one of the stupider things I've said. You never know what history's going to serve up. <laughs> I reckon you're pretty sure. I reckon we got, if there's one thing we can be sure of. Also, we, I love that you, lo- you lumped future in there too. <laughs> you never know what history or future is going to bring. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, anyway, yes. you stupid, stupid man. <laughs> well, 
Yes. Uh, well, you never know what the future is going to bring. That's and, a bit. That's and, a little and bit. And one better. would hope that when stupidly small podcast winds up, mm. one, well, I mean, let's hope it never does. No, that's right. But you just never know what will happen. Right. right? Yeah. And don't worry, I'm not uh, setting his up. Setting his up. It's All right. Of, yeah. We've yeah. just got badges. We can't leave yet. <laughs> yeah. But um, let's make make sure we we end it well. Okay, right, right yeah. So, and we'll have a final shebang that out shebangs all so the shebangs. You. What? Well, you're, you're you're a man who's thought about his funeral. Oh, well, at the moment, to... it's the most pleasant thing I can think about. I swear, it is heavy times, man. Oh, I just, Faz. you know, when you're just thinking about, oh God, how long is this going to go for? And I'm not talking about work. I'm just thinking about the eternal struggle. Oh, yeah. Faz Wana, yeah. this is anyway. existential. Oh well, I'm an existential type of guy. You really are. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> now, um. <laughs> Oh. Now, look, let's, oh. let's take it back to a happy place. Oh, okay. Mad Men finished. Yes. Was it last night? Why is that um, a happy place? <laughs> well, it's happy in, in some respects because right. for those that followed the whole series, I, it's one of those ones I'm yet, I've seen the first two episodes, mm. right? So I, I know who Don Draper is. Yep, congratulations. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and they smoke a lot. But right, I'm, do, I, I will yeah. catch up. See, I've got a lot of TV catch up to. I haven't seen one episode of Game of Thrones. No, neither have I. I haven't seen yeah. Game of Thrones. But don't tell anybody that. Yeah. No. And I can't get past okay. the second series. Series of uh, the Wire. Uh, oh yeah, no, well, actually, that's... I've watched the first series. I can't remember it, so I've got to start again. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know who we're watching. Why don't you just keep watching? They're all different. Oh, uh, I don't have time. I watched a bit of American Pickers. No, I'm saying ready. instead of going back to the start, and watching the whole thing again. Why don't you just I think keep what I going? Do skip I don't the have second... time to do the longer, the shorter version of what you're suggesting. I'm going to skip the second series and start from series three of the Wire. Okay, series two sure. is just like a bog on I like, the docks. I like series two, but Maybe anyway, continue. Only one. No, I'm not. The wire, the wire, the Mad Men. Yes, the Mad Men finished the, last night. The Mad right? Men, and uh, from all reports, so good. It was a great way to go out. You seen it? Yeah. Right now, doesn't it make you happy yeah. when you've invested so yeah. much into oh many series of a show, uh, and they end it like uh, my dear other half the other day was. Uh, just saying how the Fargo series, she was cheering and going, you beauty, when that finished. She oh. loved the way that ended. See, I haven't seen the end of it. Right. Only. Well, she was very impressed. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, you can go to something, you can invest something like Dexter. Oh, yeah. And then Dexter. <laughs> I hadn't seen, I hadn't done all the reading on it. Dexter. And the other one that's famous for its bad ending is Lost. And everybody was so involved in the intricacies mm. of the plot. And they were really, it really, really needed a good ending, that yeah. show, because of how much it required of you. I didn't see you. one episode of that show. Neither did I. But right. my mate was like obsessed with it. Yeah. Including like she had maps and, you know, like crazy oh. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. And, yeah, and they all invested all this time. They were discussions that last for the whole internet long. Yeah. And then the ending was just appalling. So apparently, right. I don't know. Have you seen the last series, let alone the last episode of Dexter? No, I haven't even seen. I think oh I've seen one episode of Dexter. God. Yeah, so I hadn't don't done the reading. Spoiler. No, I'm don't not going to. I'm not going to spoil. But apparently, yeah. if you look online, it is a thing. About how bad it was. Yeah, right. I had no idea. So I've sat down to binge watch oh, season no. eight. <laughs> and we're just going, See, this is this is for where, real? This is where spoiler alerts can be quite good. Why? Not spoiler alerts, spoilers. Mm. Like I quite often read reviews of films before I go to them. Sometimes I don't if I think it's going to be a real cracker and I know enough about it. Mm. But if I'm But if I'm setting myself up to watch something that I know I'm not going to like, mm. I can – Happily read a review that doesn't tell me too much about it, 
but gives me an understanding of, oh, this is what works and this is what maybe you won't like if you don't like this kind of thing. I'm much happier going, oh, cool, got it. I mean, I like this one. You know what I mean? Hmm. And actually, there's a study somewhere on the internet that I found one uh, that came out not that long ago, like in the last year or so, about how actually reading spoilers is good for you. Like psychologically, it's quite – it doesn't – it, so you, knowing the ending yeah. is better for you. Well, I suppose it relieves the stress. But it also doesn't mean that you don't get into the drama of it. It doesn't affect you the way we all think it does. You don't think it takes – like if – say if I had a spoiler alert mm. for last Sunday's Richmond-Collingwood game. Yeah. And I knew that the Tigers were going to win by four or five points, whatever it was. I don't think I would have sat there with as much tension or enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. enjoyment at, the, at the, the blowing of the final siren. Right. You know? I don't know. I agree. I, t- I agree and I don't like having things spoiled for me. But mm. um, uh, in fact, there's a book hmm. uh, that somebody said to me once, oh, my God, this book is absolutely brilliant. It's got the best ending. And she said to me, I said, oh, I really want to know what the ending is because she described the whole book. And, I, and she said, are you going to read the book? And I said, no, I don't yeah. have time to read. And then she told me the ending and the ending was so good yeah. that it made me want to read the book. Oh. But now I kind of – there's no point me What's reading the book, the book because the it. ending is so – I can't remember the title of it. We are – I'll think of it in a sec. It's recent. Is it Australian? We are – no. Uh, hang on. I'll Google We it. are one but we are many. Thanks for your input. Um, no. Just bear with me. Anyway. Uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> See, I mean, I would Don't. have to say, no, the last episode of Seinfeld was disappointing. I liked it. Yeah, see, I didn't. Yeah, I liked it. I just thought it was too nasty. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, I know you would because you're <laughs> nasty. You're, I've still got that first no, impression I of thought, you. Well, because I – now it's all coming out. Um, <laughs> what's uh, – why did you – what's wrong with them being nasty? See, this is something that people no, say – No, I don't mind them being nasty, but the, the, with the nastiness, there's usually laughs or stupidity within it. It all, all went to one direction. I think it's we are all completely beside ourselves. Okay. Yeah. It all went to One Direction. Mm. The like, band or? Yeah. Great band. Uh, that would be a bad ending. No. Um, well, it, in One Direction, it all had one sort of tone to it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a nice meta comment, but then I maybe liked that. I mean, it wrapped it up. It got just about every single person involved. But see, they weren't as hated as, as all that in the show. People didn't hate them as much as they hated in, in the end. No, but within the logic of the show, they were hated. Mm. I don't know. I have, a, I have a, I find it interesting how people respond to character. I mean, I think it's amazing. It's it's the power of good fiction in any sense. But the way, so for instance, somebody that who writes like somebody like Christos Cholkos who writes fiction, uh, one of the, but he, but he writes really kind of you know, a realistic contemporary kind of fiction. People say about his books, um, oh, I couldn't read it. The characters are just so awful. They're just such awful people. I couldn't read. They were just so awful to each other and so awful, so relentlessly. Uh-huh. Like there wasn't a good – but if you read, you know, a lot of literature, <laughs> that's kind of the point, that there are a lot of characters in them that aren't likeable. You don't – if every character was likeable, it would be a different novel. It would be like an airport mm. novel and even then there would be some – there would be one bad guy kind of mm. thing. Um, 
that's kind of the point of a lot of – and it's the point of a lot of television too. In fact, sometimes every – Every everyone has got to be so flawed, and everyone's got to be so nasty, and everything's got to be so negative that because we're all so gritty and like our That's drama. That's Australian to drama. Be, no, I reckon no. it's a bit. You know, I reckon it's American. Americans do it as well. You know, everyone's. Their bad guys are still wearing clean jeans. You know, there's there's. <laughs> 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 then bad guys are still wearing clean jeans. Do you understand what don't, I mean? Don't that? you reckon you can tell Australian? So you can tell the. Oh, I'm not sure now that um, the scandos are involved, but you. It used to be that you could have a TV on in the background, mm. and you could tell where a TV show was made from the lighting. Like you could go mm. blue, bit blue and black, and dark Britain. Right. Yes. Um. Sort of orange, mm. America. Right. What about Australia? What do we get? Green and gold. Bright white. Oh, really? What? Well, can't turn the lights down. Yeah. <laughs> you know when I did that. And what's Scandos? Grey, black. I reckon it's black, blacker again. Mm. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, I, we spoke about that na- <coughs> coffee table book about neighbours that I wrote. That you wrote? Yeah. <laughs> did I ask the, you um, back for the thirty-fifth anniversary? No, it's just funny. Um, mm. No, uh, I don't think that's happening, but. One of the things that people said, one of the people things that people, one of the reasons people in the UK love Neighbours or loved Neighbours. Because it was bright. Because it was always sunny oh. and everyone was always nice to each other. Even when they were fighting and having bitchy things well, and so whatever. Well, that's why I liked EastEnders and Coronation Street because it was the opposite of Neighbours. Yeah. It was weird, small little pub. Yeah. <clears throat> weird music and just yeah. people were crooks. Yeah. And That's I found it. that fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Let's all live like them. Let's move to Coronation Street. <laughs> That's a great solution to your existential <laughs> crisis, Stu. <laughs> Stupid. Stu. Lost, we've got to get a gag here. We do. I don't know what you just said, but we've got to do so that. We've got to get out of here. Uh, hey, everybody, thank you very much for getting in touch, Bureau Chief Wise. If you would like us to send you uh, a, an official... Uh, some official I'm ripping of some that, kind. Hear this? Well, listen, hear that? That's me ripping off Natalie's thank you note as I posted. Oh page. gosh, it's a lovely note you've made there. <laughs> you've gone to a lot of trouble. Um, anyway, uh, please do send us uh, a stamped self-addressed envelope to PO Box One Four Three Six Fitzroy North Three O Six Eight. Yeah. Uh, and thanks to everybody for getting in touch. Nicole's will be arriving at the Central Victorian Bureau today. How exciting. Natalie's will be arriving. Is she a bureau chief? Hmm. Well, she, she needs to tell us. Yeah, she better. Anyway, she gave us an envelope. so she's Yeah, a- she gets a present. Yeah, that's how it works. Too easy. Uh, Stuart Farrell. Love. We love you. Thanks. You need to uh, get less existential and more... Um, no, I'm, too exis- I'm ex- too existential for my own good. And more abstract with that hair tomorrow, please. Oh, it'll be abstract. <laughs> I'm more of a heavier duty product in it. <laughs> uh, look forward to it and I'll see you tomorrow. I lose... Yeah, okay. What? I, I can't speak. No, I know. See it's, you, buddy. It's a good trait. All right, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>